the Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Really, really excited to be kicking off Season 10. Make sure to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets, and check out our product lines, news, and upcoming events. If you haven't done so, make sure to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. Thrilled about the podcast today and glad I met this guy on Instagram as I get to speak with photographer and United States Air Force veteran Mike O'Leary. Make sure to follow Mike on Instagram at Big Air Photo and Film and stop by his YouTube channel, Veteran Photo and Film. Let's welcome Mike O'Leary. Um, yesterday I'm like figured it all out and I thought for sure I had it dialed in and technology in man no I hear that <laughs> definitely always what gets me in the end you know I mean it changes so fast everything anymore it's like just I figured it out and then it's already obsolete so it's like whatever I don't even I don't even try to be honest with you just because there's just so many different ways to communicate and you're a photographer we're starting by the way I'm just like jump right in you you're a sure, photographer sure. like I I'm actually a painter by trade, but I'm getting addicted to photography, to wildlife sure, photography. Right, right. And I, it's just, you know, I mean, I, I, I want to get a mirrorless camera. And then it's just like, by the time you buy one of those, like there, there are just right, right. so many steps ahead. Like I can't, and I can't justify yeah, spending no. that much money yet. So no, definitely. And, and that's what I find myself a lot is like technology changes so much. And it's not even that the technology, but and it actually does add a, quite a bit to the ability. I mean, you're talking 4K to 6K and then all these other things. So, and, you know, if you really want to stay with it, you almost have to make the investment or find a way to do it through yep. nonprofit or, you know, however that comes about, you know. Yeah. No, it's yeah, crazy. Right it's crazy. Like, what are you, like, we'll just jump into the photography part. <laughs> what are you, like, using now? Like, are you, you're obviously probably into the mirrorless. Like, what are you, like... Yeah, I, I use a mirrorless setup. I uh, use a uh, Lumex cameras. I use both. Oh. I have a full frame setup, and I also have a Micro Four Thirds. Wow! Because uh, just gives me a lot more options to kind of do the kind of photography that I do. Um, I do a lot of d different adventure photography, and like to really get out there and stuff like that. So the Micro Four Thirds is great because it's small, it's compact. I can carry a, a huge variety of lenses, and uh, you know, and not have a, a big impact to carry, but. Uh, I also have my my large uh, frame cameras for doing my really you know my my good work and yep. you know some of the work that I really feel that I need that for that extra resolution or the extra dynamic range you know one way or the other but yeah so uh, Lumex cameras are what I've been using the last couple of years yeah. and it's been decent as far as a price point wise because they're pretty inexpensive compared to the higher end Nikon and the higher end Canon and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, well, I was just, I was just talking to my buddy who's a photographer yesterday. Cause he came over to grab a print that I'd from a photograph I'd taken. And, and we were talking about Sony's like, I'm a Nikon person. And it's like yeah, the yeah. idea of like switching over to a whole nother brand. It's like starting over, like not that like getting a mirrorless isn't starting right, over, right. but at least you can get the adapters 
like for the you know for the setup but it's it's just like oh <laughs> i don't know no like, no it's it, yeah it's insane yeah i switched from uh fuji and made the big switch into uh lumex and that was a big deal because i mean i had all this money invested in lenses and and you know yeah. one system and then had to now reinvest to another and uh but um I, i'm glad i did at the end i mean there's a lot more availability for that particular you know setup and stuff for yeah. things that i do and the lenses that I need to look for and stuff. Well, I'll officially welcome you. Thank you for doing this, by the way. <laughs> and we met. Oh no, we, no, thanks. I'm, I'm you know, we, forward we, to it. I think we met over Instagram, correct? And correct. Yeah. Uh, um, and like I'm always, it's always like because I think when we chatted on the phone, right? Like, um, yep, early or late last year, and yeah, like, I believe so. Yeah, and I. I just, it's I like, I'm always grateful when I, when I randomly just run into people <clears throat> on right, Instagram right. that kind of fit into this space that we're talking about, like, you know, working with professional athletes and, and military and, and veterans that yep, are yep, creative sure. and talk about, you know, like the benefits of, of like a creative outlet. Like, so you were in the air force for air force, five, five or six, five years, five years. Yep. And, and, um, then like how, like just out of care, you were, you were a rescue airman and medic, right? That was the. Yeah. So, special. so what I, I, yeah, I worked for the, um, in the air force, I was, uh, a air force rescue man. Uh, I was a fireman. So I did all the medical on base, all the things along that line. I was assigned to the air force, uh, survival school. Wow. So I got a chance to do a lot of like other kind of cool medic type stuff, you know, scenarios along that lines. So we had the, the whole Pacific Northwest and stuff was kind of our background for that. But uh, yeah, so I worked as a medic and uh, also just as a fireman and, you know, worked along that lines. So you were actually, were you doing like forest fires that were happening out West all the time? I I, I was doing all of it because wow. our, our base and and where we were to, up in Fairchild Air Force Base out Spokane, Spokane, Washington, we uh, had a lot of mutual aid agreements with all the com communities around us. So we constantly did, you know, during the fire season, we fought fire. I mean, that's kind of what we did alongside the, you know, municipals and small towns, you know, locally and stuff like that. But yeah, so I did that as well as also, I also ran a lot of medevacs and stuff and did also worked with a lot of just support stuff with the B-52. So we had in place and stuff along the lines. So, wow. Yeah, wow, it was wow, pretty wow. cool. Yeah, that's wild. How did you like? I mean, I'll ask you how you got into photography, but how did you get into the military? Do you have like family that's, you know, attached to that? Like, it seems like a lot of military. There's like, there is like a, a family like yep, relationship. Yep. Yeah, um, my father was in the Air Force, so uh, that's something I always wanted to do. And he was a combat cameraman, so oh, wow. and that's something that I I went into the Air Force wanting to do as well. So when I went into the Air Force, I had a guaranteed job, combat camera. So I was pretty jazzed. I was going to do what my dad was going to do. And I always thought that that would be a great foundation if I wanted to do something, you know, in media or something later in life, that what a great foundation to start from like the military, the inside and kind of learn that dynamic. And then, you know, to be able to bring that out. But uh, as, as luck or whatever would have it, as I was going through basic training, I got pulled aside and they said, you know, Mike, we can no longer offer you the job, you know, combat camera anymore. So, uh, we can offer these other jobs and I, they offered me a B-52 gunner. So I thought that'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of neat to be uh the travel because you travel a lot with the B-52s and stuff. And when I was initially in, you were just uh during desert storm and stuff like that. It was kind of wrapping up and all that. So it, it probably went about a bad position to be, but I thought, well, I, I want something with a bit more stability and, and something that maybe I could transfer when I do get out. 
So they offered me the, the fire department and that offered mountain rescue. So I went through all these advanced rescue schools and got to learn all these neat things and got to learn through all this medical training as well to do, you know, basically I'm, I'm, uh, intermediate EMT. Yep. So I we, we do basically, you know, everything just shy of what a paramedic would do. So I ran in that capacity a lot. So it gave me that. So I thought looking at the couple of the opportunities, I thought that was probably the best opportunity. And I was still could do my photography. But uh, and they they saw me on that too. Like, oh, yeah, you can we'll pay for you to go to school for photography and get your degree and all that. And I'm like, yeah, OK, cool. whatever. <laughs> and, uh, at the time, I thought, you know. It's not like an opportunity and it gave me a chance to keep moving forward. I'm from a small town in Wisconsin, so I kind of wanted just to, to get out and, you know, see the world a little bit. And, uh, are you, you know, a, ba- are you a Badger fan, by the way? A big Badger fan, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, a, bu- I'm a Buckeye, so we'll... <laughs> yeah, you know, Big Ten, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, I, oh, I, no I, I, I literally was born born at Ohio State, played baseball there, have a degree. So, yeah. Yeah, right on. Still, yeah, still cool. go back to visit family there. Yeah. But I, I love them. I, I actually... I, Wisconsin just beautiful man like it's um you know I've not been like tons of places in Wisconsin but like right, right. Milwaukee's just like it's a fun town like it's yeah my wife's from Milwaukee oh yeah. really that's awesome yeah no it's do you still have no, family we, we, you still have family there? I, I do okay. I, I pretty much my whole family there okay. so uh so it is nice to go back I'm from like the Wisconsin Dells area so it's a big touristy area. It's very geographically beautiful. So yeah, I get back when I can, but not nearly as much as I'd like. I mean, Florida, it's, it's been nice, but it's hard to get back. You know, yeah. it always seems like it's going to be no no big deal. It's like, oh, the airport's just on the road, but you know, life happens and, you know, you start building your own life and it's hard to get back to that one. And, yep. but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but I try to get back at least once a year. Yep. No, I'd like that's, it's really cool to hear that story that like, it you know like not not just your dad the influence of going to the military uh but also the photography like that love like so that was kind of instilled in you at a really young age like that kind of love i mean did he have like a dark room at home like were you yeah yeah able to like play yeah, so. yeah no i, I mean I, I remember playing with all the chemicals and all that stuff as a kid and, and, that, and i think that's where my fascination for, for photography you know kind of started but uh it, Probably in high school, I, I I took a class or whatever, and we had to got to do the darkroom stuff like that. I was able to bring all my dad's stuff out and and able to kind of play around with that, and I kind of started that little bug, and and then it kind of one of those things where you kind of put it away for a little bit, and I kind of moved on to guitars or something, and so I put the photography away. It's kind of like the, either my life was either photography, guitars, or it was my next big thing, like either mountain biking or or my next adventure, you know. So I had those three things, and there's a constant rotation. It still is in my life. I'll We're, rotate between those three things. We sound very similar, man. Like I, I went yeah. from almost playing professional baseball to going to school to play baseball to quitting school to becoming a rock singer to then right going back to that. school right. to then getting degrees and like and then like uh, you know I just I and then now starting a business you know like five years ago and it's like I do yeah, like yeah. there's there's something like that that uh you know it's it's almost like. A, a cliche to say stay curious but like i just i get really interested and when i get interested in something i go like full board like this photography thing like yeah yeah no. i like that was the other question i wanted to, i like like because i you know i live in richmond and um mm-hmm. i drive out to yellowstone multiple times a year just because i'm fast i'm right, fascinated right. by the the landscape 
um like the western land just that vastness and like i'm getting yeah, really into and stuff yeah. yeah and i'm really getting into like wildlife now but like you're like you're really you're beautiful photographs by the way um oh thanks man. and just the kind of the difference between like the the ocean for instance and then built like in like industrial like stuff do you have like i don't want to say favorites or whatever but like like describe like i mean would you go on safari for instance would you like do you have like these just grandiose ideas of where you want to photograph or are you happy in your space because your space is like beautiful obviously like yeah no yeah definitely i mean for, for me it's a big thing i'm I, I use my photography a lot with my PTSD and my um to, to help manage my my, my moods and stuff. It's all just along with just uh, creating that positive part of my life. It's it's my one constant in my life that I have. I mean, you know, I do bounce between all these things, but that is the one thing that I always have is my art. So um yeah, for for me, uh, I'm, I'm always very fascinated about how man interacts with like nature. Yeah. So like like I I really love like going out west. I I was um when I first got out of the military, I was a hell of repeller on the Salmon Chalice National Forest. So I worked with the the wildfire seasons out there what on the west, you know, seasonal basis. But uh I used to be very fascinated by the old mines that would be ripped into the sides of these mountains in Idaho there and just how they would just be abandoned and left and it was always interesting to me like how man interacts with um especially with like bridges and these big old piers and these big forts that are along the the waterways. That kind of stuff to me tells stories and it, yep. to me it's very kind of very cool but uh so so that's a kind of like what i always kind of go back to but as far as like wildlife for that i always find adventures and i always like put myself into places like i did the big sailing thing where i you know challenged myself and and doing this big documentary on, on a sailboat yep. and there's a great race and all that but but like my next adventure i'd like to do something maybe with a non-profit group of veterans that do a, a big uh elk hunting thing out west maybe that do horseback help you know i actually so I, could I would probably love to get you that. in touch um we work with a vet that's in missoula that actually is the co-host i i produce a co-host or a, a podcast called the abstract veterans and i know he knows he's pretty i mean he's he's retired and he just got his right. phd but he he's really in the upper echelon of but i know he's mentioned um, some stuff out in Montana about like, like elk hunting and I think even horseback riding, uh, like for vets. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, cause like that kind of stuff, it really interests me like telling those kind of stories. And, and for me, I think it'd be kind of cool to, um, because I have some abilities, it'd be kind of good to, or cool to offer to maybe some of these smaller organizations that don't have that kind of thing don't have anybody to take you know video to, to do some you know cinematic stuff to to do some fundraising stuff with them and make some stuff so that's kind of what i've been trying to do lately is kind of you know put myself in the path of those kind of organizations and kind of see what happens and you know and like i, I can offer that to them and and hopefully get a little adventure out of it and tell other people's stories with it so have you ever thought about like doing a documentary is that um, something on the on the radar? Because it sounds like when you, right when you were talking, it was like that would be like a really cool story, um, as in in documentary film format about like w these organizations that do these incredible things and and like just the adventure is like cool enough as a documentary. To yeah, know and yeah, no, and and well, and that's something I'm definitely into, and that's something that 
this year's that's what that's about. That's about putting myself in the path of of that kind of opportunity and to and to tell the story from my perspective, but also tell the stories of the people that are involved, and also hopefully doing some good as far as giving them the ability to have some now, you know, marketing stuff, have some good good pictures so they can have a little bit stronger social media so they can get their awareness out there a little bit, put their footprint out and stuff like that. But yeah, a documentary is something I'm definitely would like to do like still kept while I'm younger and and have still that adventure drive and you know and and as it keeps changing so much too the photography part right now I'm in a good space as far as you know be able to learn and and to you know implement what I'm learning and stuff like that so that's what I'm saying this year hopefully will be a year of you know defining that a little bit and, uh so getting the, closer to moving forward the, have you always been into sailing or was this this thing you this this is the thing you did last year that it's called the Chicago to Mac yeah it's a, it's a Chicago to, to, to Mac race it's a it goes from Chicago it's a three hundred and thirty three mile point to point total sail race it's the largest one in North America it's a big bucket list one for other for big sailing people but but I'm personally not a big sailor okay I mean I, I became one I learned it and through a <laughs> And through warrior sailing, I mean, I learned the basics, I and mean, I took took a lot of time to learn learn how to do it. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, and that's kind of part of the story too. Like we were talking the documentary style. I mean, just to learn that and to learn how to sail and never have sailed before, and then how am I going to tell stories on a sailboat? And not to mention that the sailboat's moving like this, and you're here, and you're shooting something that's on the horizon that's moving. And so, I mean, there's a lot of like issues of stabilization, and and you know, you got to you're you got to think about a lot of different things because of lights a huge issue because you can't have, really have any movement. So yeah. I learned a lot of neat skills I never had before. And, um, and I got to tell a very cool story and I'm, I'm putting it together right now. So kind of in, in a documentary style form, but I'm kind of lack a little bit of the, the, the finer, the nuances of putting things together, but I can edit for the most part. But so, I mean, I'm just really kind of cool in putting all that together and I was telling my wife the last couple of days, I kind of forgot about the story. It's kind of nice to have had these four months to now look at the footage and go back. And now I can see the story where when I first got back, I wanted to do something right away. And I was so excited, but I couldn't. It was like, it was overwhelming. Yep. I couldn't really sit with the story because it just happened. And it was a pretty intense, you know, that's a lot of sailing, you know, 300 miles on Lake Michigan at night. And I mean, it was pretty hairy and it's a big dangerous race. And, you know, it's a, it's a big one to the, the sailing people in the world. And, you know, you come through at night and it's pretty, pretty cool, but, but anyway, so I was going through all that footage initially and it was just too much, but uh, I found later, like now four months later that going back, I can kind of sit with it and now I can really, you know, ruminate with it and kind of, makes sense of it a little bit better and, and the story is a little bit clearer to me because at first i had so many stories to say i didn't even know where to start so now well, it's that, kind of i fall. think that's part like that's what i think is interesting like god i mean again like my mind's going crazy right now thinking about like how cool this is because it's it's almost like a television show also it's like michael leary does blah blah, blah you know because right, but like yeah. i mean but there's something like really cool about that because it is that it's a it's inspiring because like you're inspiring people to get out and do something but b it's like it goes back to that that curiosity thing it's like you were curious enough i don't know if, if you were approached or you approached them or whatever but you were curious enough or to go in and like learn something that you did not know anything about and you documented it. Like that's 
badass. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like that, like that in some ways, I guess it probably mirrors, I mean, it's different obviously in the outcome, but like what you did in the military of like, like that kind of, um, there's, there's a, like an, I don't say X games mentality, but there's that, that what's that word I'm looking for. I can't even think about it. Um, there's an energy to all that stuff. I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. Right, right, right. No, Um, I hear you. um, But I think that that's like really exciting. Like it's, and like the idea of being able to, you know, like I, I like the way that you think about like how you approach life, for instance, is like, there's, there's like a fearlessness in, in just in this brief conversation about like, Hey, I want to go learn this. Hey, I want to go do this. Hey, I want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I want to film it. And like, I just, I, I like literally see like a series of documentary films about like, just like interesting ways to live life for lack of a better way to say it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, but with all that, I mean, there's been a lot of living in between, you know? Yep. So, I mean, um, I, I'm I'm 100% disabled that so I receive yep. all my income through you know through VA and all that stuff like that. So that's kind of an, another weird thing too because I I've kind of embraced this mentality where I can't have a traditional you know like I can't work a traditional job anymore right. that I've tried that. So so I've kind of embraced that the other aspect of what can I do and you know right now this is what's in front of me and uh so I I've kind of kind of took it on as my mantra. My, my, my thing is that I would really like to help other veterans as well with this because I I went through all the, the VA shit and I went through many years of hospitalizations and all that stuff, working with the VA and all the doing all the different modalities of, of treatment that they had me go through and all the new schools of thought over the last 10 years. But it was until I found my own little path with my art that I was able to really find my own way out of that. I mean, I'm it's... not... You know, well, I was just going to say, like, is that a source of frustration? We've, we've peripherally worked with the VA and some, we have a, we work with a, a, um, a brain doctor that's actually teaches at, at right. Virginia Commonwealth where I, where I work. Then he is, he's like acquired huge grants for, for the military. And, and we've had discussions about it too, because we tried to do something with them where, you know, like a creative I don't want, I I hate the word art therapy, but because to me, art is therapy. So it's almost redundant, but they're like, for lack of a better way to say it, like to go through this program with us where we would literally like, we, we would give them, um, workbooks, you know, have like bi bi monthly meetings, like virtually we could bring guests in, like you bring a guest in, you know, like, like you to talk about like the benefits of having a creative habit for lack of a better way to say it. And and then again, like I'm always preaching creativity is not just painting and drawing. It's whatever you want it to be. Like for me, podcasting is creative. For like sure. it's a blues yeah. song. It's a call and response. I mean, was that a source of like frustration for you, the VA? Because it's just like, and I'm not saying it's the VA's fault. I just think it's the bureaucracy's fault of, of different things. It's like trying to get shit done is for lack of yeah, a better yeah, way to no. say it. Yeah, no, I mean, for, for me, that's been a constant battle. I mean, but but I am gr- really grateful because when I really needed the VA, they were there. Yeah. So for that, I, I really am really thankful for that. I mean, they, they took me off the, the perpetual wheel of probably, you know, the inevitable death I was, you know, doing to myself. So, I mean, I'm always grateful for the VA, but but over the years, it, it hasn't served me as well as it, as it has in the past. And 
And and it's been very frustrating because it is hard for me to explain sometimes to about what I do as far as my art and the therapy in which you know I was receiving because there were times where they were in conflict, you know, and and not so much with the art, but um, like when I started getting away from the, the the traditional medications to be able to give me, and you know, I'm a big advocate in medical marijuana. I mean, it saved my life. I mean, so I, I you know, so I, I went that route a little bit, and they there was a point where they were took away VA benefit for a bit, and they had to reassess, like, you know, what I was doing compared to you know what the VA's you know ultimate outcome was. I mean, eventually we were able to to line up our ideas, but but if if I wasn't able to advocate for myself, I don't know. You know, there are a lot of guys that lose their VA coverage because of like some, you know the the medical marijuana crap, and that's not right. And that's you know. Well, I actually I had another vet on. I don't think we talked about it. And I won't mention their name. Um, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but they said that they did what is it MDMA, mm-hmm. and it changed their life. Like they were going sure. through through this complete ptsd like could not sleep level and they did this and ever since then like so it's just it's just interesting like yep yep like it's it's always um and again like i'm i feel lucky and honored that i get to speak to a lot of vets through this podcast and through like other channels sure sure and it's like it's always you know support support the troops and type thing and it's like are we really like like we really, really need to support them. Like not, not a bumper sticker on a car. And, right, and right. so it's like always just that, that thing where I'm always curious how that, you know, it, it just wondering if it was a source, but that, you know, at the end of the day, they, they helped when they helped, which is the best thing. Yeah. And it definitely, and, and there are some programs too that now I'm exploring a little bit with the, the art aspect. They, they do have a big art contest and things along that lines where, where I believe they, they do offer support for, for people that are trying to. So, and those are avenues I've never really kind of, because I, I, for a while I just kind of got away from the VA completely. I mean, I still you get my medical treatment there, but I don't no longer, you know, seek psychiatric, you know, care anymore there. I um, now see a, an outside therapist. I end up with a group of people, and I also get support through different other secondary groups. So yeah. uh, I, I use other, you know, support groups. So, um, but like I said, I'm grateful the VA was there, and I'm great that you know, and I'm glad that it's there for people, you know, when they need it. But it doesn't always, it is always, you know, particular tailored to the individual itself. It's kind of a catch-all approach to it. So a lot of people that like. You know, like the artistic side, I think it's very important. That's why I would like to offer it in my perspective to other people that that could, you know, use that as well. That that I can tell my story, if nothing else. Yep. Like you said, it doesn't have to be photography. It can be some other passion. It's like it's almost like you have to fill that though with something, you know. And Find the thing you like because if you like something, you can always want to go back to it. That's what I always say. No, definitely, and and that's why I think that's so great about the the three in my life. It's always been, you know, the cameras, guitar and you know whatever the new thing is so what kind of, it's always been that you, kind of you know i always ask this question at the end but i'll ask now what kind of music do you like because i always like i tend to write music on garage band just because i'm kind of fluent in it at this point but like what yeah, kind of yeah, music yeah. do you listen to or do you have you played in bands um a, a little bit when i first i got up with up um out of high school, I went with Up With People. You know, oh, yeah. that? Yeah, they said, yeah, yeah. So they did like the Super Bowl half. So when I first got out of high school, I got picked to go there and went wow. Up With People. Yeah, because they came to my little town in Portage, Wisconsin, where I'm from. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. That'd be a great way to see the world. And it seemed pretty cool. I was kind of, you know, I was kind of into music at the time. And 
things like that. So yeah, I got picked in. I traveled the world and uh yeah, I went to Sweden, Norway, <laughs> Finland. And I was like 18 and it was it was cool. And then right after that's when I went in the military because yeah. you know, after that I thought that'd be such a you know, seeing the world and stuff like that. I thought not so much oh, I can't wait to join the military, but it'd be cool to like be a that's when I thought photography would be the thing and I thought the military would be a great way to see the other part of the world I haven't seen. So yeah. Yeah. But what kind of music do you like what way. kind of music do you listen um, to now? Out of cure or just in in general. Yeah, I mean I I, I kind of grew up more alternative side, you know, as growing up and stuff like that. But uh no, I, I play a lot more acoustic stuff, you know, a lot of like Zach Bryan stuff like that, you know, just oh, kind yeah. of like, you know, just kind of like but um yeah, for the most part, just uh a lot of acoustic stuff lately, just you know, a lot of my own stuff, just kind of a little bit folky, a little bit of more alternative, you know. A little bit of cure kind of mixed in there a little yeah. bit you know just a little bit of you know i mean but but yeah music's been a big part of my story too it's um i'm really big into music i've seen a lot of a lot of a lot of music throughout my life and a lot yeah. of opportunity to meet a lot of cool people that you know that do a lot of cool <laughs> me, things me too and like stuff, it's i i you know? i always tell my students like you know like i just because i was in a band that we were we were fairly big for a minute like we almost got signed um to, yeah right on to roadrunner i always tell this joke it's like it's not this one-to-one but it's like we were like they were looking at us and they ended up signing nickelback but it wasn't either or but i was going we could have right, saved right. the world you know because everybody makes fun right, of right. Nickelback. so but yeah like right, i right, right i miss that uh that being on stage thing like there's something that's so different to me about like singing or being being in a band on stage to compared to like doing exhibitions of art or or um like being a baseball player or whatever so but do you like do you exhibit like i like your work like i know you've done stuff in the military like um exhibitions like right you did something but do you like do you have like in in like local galleries or or yeah you you sell you sell show i i constantly show yeah i i I, yeah i I do sell prints mainly on commission stuff like that but for the most part yeah i try to always be showing that way i can always kind of keep my brand out there so whatever i decide to do at least hopefully people know who i am and stuff like that and whatever i can tell my story about you know how i i use my you know photography for my ptsd it's always good i like to always kind of you know tell the story and, and things on that. So, but yeah, so I, I try to always keep my stuff current and stuff. So, yeah. No, I just, there's something like really beautiful. Like I'm like scrolling through your images right now. Like, and I think you, I read something somewhere like, and I think I would have said this anyways, like you have a real fascination slash, like understanding of for me like just as a visual person like of light of how like you capture light and like yeah thanks like how like what like when you go out like i mean do you have like are some of them like pre-planned things or you just always like in that observation mode where like you know you see like oh that's it you know like it's that yeah it's yeah. a weird question like it's it's more of an art question like an artist teacher question almost but you know what i mean like that how yeah yeah how no, do I, you think about um for, for me it's 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 i i plan the adventure I, I really don't know the outcome a lot of times like like every morning i get up at 5 a.m so every morning i, I get up and 
it, it's not a big deal now, but like when I first started, stopped drinking seven years ago, well, part of the thing, I used to get up at 5 a.m. every day and I'd be having to go shoot the sunrise no matter what. No matter what, it rains, no matter what, I'm going to show up there because you never know what you get because light's a funny thing, you know? Yeah. You got to show up for it. So part of it's just the observational point of just having to go there. But part of my my thing was part of the, was the adventure of just getting there, you know, like getting there up at five in the morning, you know, getting to the park, getting, climbing out on the reef there because part of my photography is being part being present being submissive to the moment being sit with it and and you know present it in a way that i feel is like where, where i'm like not taken away from the moment but like in the sense that i am submissive to that moment and i allow like the those sunrises and that light and i like the light to reach a point where i don't know where, where i find that point where that nexus is where i where the capture happens you know right. but uh so so to me it's like this big adventure it starts out it's it's i don't know what the outcome is going to be yet but i go through this whole thing and by when i get home it's turned into this like i'm telling you like i'm sitting with the moment and you know i sit up and it, it's a very uniquely my own moment and i know that for that moment it's just mine and i'm capturing that essence of what that is and that expression like say i'm taking a picture of that rock in front of me one that that expression of that and for that rock for that moment or whatever that feeling I have that I'm sitting with is for that moment and it's just like that's it man Make sure to stop by theabstractathlete.com to check out our new product line our Percy King collaborative paint and puzzle kits and all of our news and notes the abstract athlete where art and sport collide like you're saying something that i literally just said this to somebody the other day like almost that sense of there's a eight billion people on the planet and i'm the only one seeing this or something like I had that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I had that moment last year. I was this is I was just telling this story to somebody the other day. Like I was in Yellowstone, and I was watching a wolf come in and take down a bison, and I was wow. the only one that got to see this. And I'm just like I literally had that that like what you just said that epiphany yeah, of sorts where it's like there's literally eight billion people, and I'm the only one that's seen this right now. Like this is crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, like, no. I- it's just, it's very emotional. I've, I've, it I've is. had very emotional moments. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not manly, but I mean, I wept. I mean, I like just had moments. I've also been very upset too, where I, I didn't, where I, doesn't matter what would happen, it was unsettling. So, I mean, there's always a, a feeling. It's that you know? Jim Valvano, you know, Jim, the former coach. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. He, in that, yeah, in that famous be. speech, he said something to, like, bring yourself to tears every day. Like, there's, I, like, I don't think there's, I think it actually needs to happen more often where we have those moments of like clarity and kind of like almost like an understanding of like, we're, we're nothing in this. thing. It's no. just like, you know, and it's like, there's, it's just beautiful to me. Like that's yeah. I mean, what, what a privilege. I mean, what a privilege for you. I'm sure to, to be there in that moment where yep. it was just, you know, it, the moment was as it was as wild and as raw, but as real as it was. And, you know, and there's beauty in that. 
Yep. There's beauty in that. There's I mean, something, it's... but I like, there's something cool about that. Like that ritual that you talked about, um, about getting up and at all, like literally the same time every day to photograph mm-hmm. this because it's never the same. Like there's a, there's a movie. What is it called? Smoke. It's called smoke. And I remember this, this guy, he, I think he had like a pharmacy. This is in New York city and has a pharmacy, right, right. but he has a camera pointing out, the window and he would take a picture at the same time every day. And it's like that idea that you're take it's, it's quote unquote, the same thing, but it's not like yeah, there's no, something I, I, beautiful in that repetition and like kind of discipline in that. No. And I, I think that that is something that's been part of it for me. And, and I always will, will put the, like push it a little bit farther. Like some days will be this, but some days it will be, some other little adventure that I'll have in my head where I'll have my own mother moment and it would be something completely different because it's in a different realm. It might be downtown, it might be, you know, photographing the big pier, but I'll have this weird moment with the pier where I'll interact with it for an hour or two in the morning. And I'll eventually come to this point where I'll have that moment. And I know that's where I'm supposed to be. And I don't know why, but I will. And I'll take the picture and then, you know, hopefully it's what I'm, you know, but there's always that sense that I did what I was supposed to do. So I leave with the satisfaction. Even if the picture I got or not, maybe I got a hundred good ones, but maybe I didn't get it, you know, but it's, I know I was, I did what I was supposed to do, whatever that was. Yeah. And it was great. And it was to be there for that moment. It was maybe to witness that moment, to be the only one to witness that or to feel that moment or to see that thing that nobody else saw that's right in front of me and nowhere else, you know? So what? that's, what I, I was looking at your bio earlier, I'm like pulling it up again. What, like, I'm interested in this. So you studied photography at Madison at tech college. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the, yeah. what's this, um, uh, science and visual communications and addiction. Yeah. Like that seems like a really interesting degree. Like how, yeah, like, no. that, is that like, did that like form a lot of like who you are in terms of like thinking you think I just out of curiosity? I, I, I think it did. And, and I just finished my degree in, in 2014. Oh, nice. And that's from Boise state. And uh, I, I went down the social work path. So I basically had the whole social work path done my, all my prerequisites, but a big thing it took a, a wait list was over a year to get into school of social work. And I didn't have that kind of patience. And I felt I had to use the money up for the VA because that was before I was a hundred percent through through the VA. So I was still working and going to school and stuff. So, so I, 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 you know, basically didn't want to, didn't want to have the fear of losing the money. So I went and got the social science degree, but along the way I was able to, to pick my path there. And I was able to think visual communication, which was great because I, couple with my photography and also my background in, in social work. I took psychology and social science. So I mean, it worked out really great. And I have an addictions minor through there too as well. So. Oh, nice. So yeah. You, so it, yeah, I, no, like I, again, like I love that area of the world. Idaho is just like, Oh, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I worked up in Chalice, Idaho on the, on oh, yeah. the Chalice National Forest. Beautiful. But yeah, no, I love Idaho. I lived in Boise for, have you ever thought about going back into like 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 could you do that like in the forestry work in any sense um i i i couldn't without losing my benefit but okay. but i can but i can do it in other aspects because uh 
a big part of like I'd like to do eventually big workshops. I like to work with the Forest Service and places right. like that because I know that they have a you know cabins things like that. Yep. I'd like to bring other vets on and do these little two three day workshops nice. back you know you know and like get get like a little yurt or something and we all you know hang out shoot during the day talk photography you know and talk about life and you know bring the guitar and stuff like that yeah. passed around you know but yeah so that's what my my end game is here at the end of this year i'd like to establish at least get at least one of the workshops organized hopefully two but if i can just do one this year and, and get the nonprofit up and going i think that's a pretty good year and that's so i'm kind of moving along that direction and right now i'll try to do something local because there's a lot of great like, national i uh, not not national parks, but uh, state parks that are right around here that would be really great to have a small little workshop out. It's Fort DeSoto, and it's right in the Gulf of Mexico, and it'd be such a great little uh, place one, close like, by. There's a lot of one of the th- like no, I just you're again like there's a lot of like synchronicity in a lot of the stuff because we're one of the things we did a couple of years ago, and you know we're trying to establish this. We yeah, have yeah. a long way to go. Is we cool. we bought land in Montana with the idea of starting like an artist athlete residency, kind of like exactly what you're talking about. Having oh, having people awesome. come yeah. in, do workshops, like go, you know, it's seasonal to get to Yellowstone. It's like probably an hour and a half um to get right, right. Th- literally three months out of the year because it's a mountain drive that's usually closed. But it's like that idea of being able to go to different places and photograph or like paint or draw or like what, you know, again, like whatever your, your yeah, no, that sounds creativity awesome. is. Um, but I like that. Like, that's like one of the questions I always ask people is like, what almost like a 10 year plan, like, but you really are like already like kind of setting, setting the foundation of like kind of where you want to take this, like your kind of platform and in a sense but but, you know i'm also realistic too that you know a lot of times with with me it it can be you know i when i'm doing good i can be doing really well and i can get a lot of things done but if i'm cycling the other way sometimes and that's what the ptsd i've learned over the years to work with my cycles a little bit and there's times where i'm not very productive at all where i'm not getting a lot of like the, the busy types where I might be creating a lot of stuff because that's usually a high creative time, but it's really hard for me to like organize stuff. Right. It's hard for me to edit video. It's hard for me to do those simple little things that, that most people would have no problem doing for their little business, stuff like that. So like maintaining my website could be really hard, you know, one month for one month, I can do it all, you know, all day long, but you know, so I, I run into my, lim- my own limitations a lot of times when I'm doing things. So I try to just, have like a little goal in front of me and I try to keep moving to that. I get to that. Then I go to the next, I I know I'll get there, but it might take a month. It might take a year, but I know that I'm just long. I'm moving forward. I'm moving in the right direction. And a lot of it, I'm doing unsupportive. So I'm, it takes a lot of, it's just my own time and money and resources as well. So do you ever like, do you ever shoot with anybody? Like, um, is it it, because I like, I'm always, it's, it, I'm starting to get in this photography world, um, in some capacity, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the wildlife photography. And it's so interesting because as a painter, like we're so solitary, like, <laughs> you know, we're the hermits in, in the right, studio right. and, photo- and unfortunately a lot of painters are very catty and they're like, they try to like, whatever, but like photographers, yeah, yeah. like there's a, there's a really interesting community to me, um, where there's like super supportive and, 
there's 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 almost a competition but it's like it's fun like you know i'll be i would be out there shooting like this summer or last summer and yeah yeah you know we're shooting the same thing and it's like you know look at the one i got like you know and like so it's 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 like this fun kind of competition of like, ah, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't get that, you know? And it's, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So do you like go out with other people like, or even I, other I, vets? I, I, I do not nearly as much as I'd like to. Um, um, so sometimes it's really easy to, uh, to, to get a group because sometimes it, it, like around St. Peter, we have a, a pretty strong photography group. So sometimes we will shoot together and then, a lot of times it turns into like what you say, a lot of kind of turns into a very competitive and a very fun and respectful way. Yeah. But, and I, I think that I've gotten so much better because of that. Cause I'm a very competitive person. <laughs> that's the, you know, I mean, I, yeah, bring it on. Huh? Well, you think that's a good picture that I'll get up <laughs> at three in the morning. I'll, I'll wait till the, you know, yep. but no, no. So I love that. And that's what I love about photography too, is that it's, it's always to me like that. It's always trying to get that shot. It's always trying to like the next one. That's what always, gets me going because I'm going to catch that moment and you know, it might be, and somehow I'm going to have this thing where I, that moment's going to turn into the, like the picture too, that I have, you know? So I always like trying to look for that alignment, but no, I, I think that's healthy. And I, I personally don't do it enough because I should, but after like COVID and stuff like that, I don't know. I kind of went off to this weird track and it's kind of hard to get out, but, but I've been pushing myself lately to, to put myself into, you know, places where i'm hanging out with people again but uh yeah but yeah so that's that's always a constant struggle though for me but uh but no i so so i do like to go shoot with people i don't do it nearly enough but uh and i do love the competitive part of it do you, <laughs> did you play sports like sports growing up yeah, yeah i played my whole life yeah. yeah so i've always been very competitive and and even like in the military that was always the military that was so cool is that being good I got something out of it. So I was very competitive in my career field. I was in top, you know, 1% of my career field yep. by the time I left. So, I mean, I was pretty into it for a while because it gave me that ability to measure myself and stuff like that. Now the art thing, I don't really measure myself like in the traditional way, but like if someone gets a cool shot, I'm going to be like, I, I bet I can get that shot or I don't think I'm, it's better. I just think that there, I, you know, I, I did that or I could do oh, that yeah. too. Or, no, I think it's you know, fun. Like it's, it's, like I, it, like I said, I'm just starting to get into that world in some, in the, into the, it's predominantly yeah, yeah. the wildlife thing. And there's just, it, like, it's super respectful. Whereas like, again, like I, you know, maybe it's just because I'm in academia, maybe that's in the, in the painting sense, it's just like this unhealthy competent. And I'm yeah. just like, I, that's not my thing. Like, it's just like, I just like, I just, I'm going to make my paintings. I don't give a shit about what yeah, you yeah. think about it or whatever. So it's just, it's in, like, so are you, uh, are you a Badger fan? Are you a Packer fan? Like, is this, you gotta be, I'm both. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it a pretty, pretty tough game, but then I'm a little Tampa hey. Bay guy now because, you know, you live in here and you gotta be a, yeah. you know, you gotta be a Tampa Bay guy after a while. I figured 10 years and then, but neither one of those teams know. should have been there. Like, so that was, it was no, I mean, but it was that awesome though. You know, Green Bay. Like, so we work with, you remember Tony Mandridge? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I saw the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Was cool. and he's, uh, he's a great photographer too. I'll have to get you guys in touch. So yeah, no, that's awesome. I saw some of his work. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Um, no, it's so I like you guys. The Packers. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it's just one quarterback, uh, Hall of Famer to a next one. To love is looking like he's on his way. Like it's crazy, you know. Yeah, no, he's like Makowski or somebody. They always get the, like some kind of. Yeah. 
rare find like Brett Favre <laughs> or some kind of you know you're like it's some guy like Magic Mikowski back yep. in the day. Yep. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Awesome. No. No. Big, big time. Uh, sports have been a big part of my whole life though, and I, and I still play when I can. I mean, I I play competitive tennis down here when I oh, can nice. and things like that. Just uh, just because I got to do something, you know. Yep. Now pickleball, I haven't really got into that yet, but I figure that's one I could probably be pretty good at. So. Yep. I can't get into that, but I like, I just, I don't know, maybe someday, but not, not yet. (laughs) I I, I figure that as, as I'm getting older, I can see the logic in it. Yeah. 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 Tennis to that. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see that. I'm pretty good at tennis. So I'd be really good at pickleball. But yeah, but, but yeah, I think that's important to always keep. And that's why, you know, a big thing. And now what I do, that's why the warrior sailing thing was so cool. I that having the ability to start at the very basics of warrior sailing for the, you know, a year. And then by the time I left warrior sailing, it's at the highest level. I mean, that's the yeah. highest level of sailing is to participate in a, you know, multi-day yeah. overnight you know, yeah, racing, professional race. I mean, it was just, and it was an awesome, and I can't wait to tell the story, you know, I um, literally um, see, I see a television you know. show with you starring you doing all these adventures. <laughs> I just yeah. like, I mean, like there's yeah. something like, I, but I, I think it's more like the documentary, but it's like, there's something cool in my head that's going on. Like thinking about like all these things that like you just take on these challenges and I don't know. I'm just, I'm, well, it, but, but, but like you said, the thing that really interests me a lot is like all these like small little cool veteran groups that no one's even heard about that yep. do like elk hunting out in Wyoming yep. or or Montana, or or they do kiteboarding, or they're a yep. surfing community, or they're a extreme hiking community. Yep. I mean, I would love to put myself in the path of those kind of groups, because to me, I want everyone to know that just because they have you haven't found your path yet to like what makes you balanced and well, that it's not that it's not out there. It could be out there. Yeah, you just don't know, and that's I think that's, that's a, and such an important thing that you know the, you never stop searching. Because even even though I think I found a way, I, there may be another way. There might be a yeah. better way. There might be a better way to make the way that I have already. You know, I mean. So, part of it's in the journey. I think you know. But that's, that's the inspiration. That's why I think it would actually be a really cool uh, documentary series, almost of these. Because again, like you said, it's like some people just don't even know. Like that. I like I I I equate this to like how I teach. Like I'll give a project, but I want every student to come at it from a different way because somebody else in the class might go, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Like what you're doing, it's like, oh, I didn't even know that that existed or, you know, whatever. Like, again, that's, that's to me is what's cool about this podcast. Like I had a guy on this podcast that's, is what are they, it's like trail running. It's called, that's FKT. Yeah, yeah, no. The FKT, like. That's awesome though, yeah, no. And it's like, I would not, I, like I it was just cool to talk to him because it's like, I, you know, yeah, like, I, mean, I don't know how many people know about this, but man, what this guy's doing is like, Whoa, like it's crazy. Yeah, no, no. And then that you're right. And that, and that to me, that's the real thing. That's, it's all the other things in between, like, like understanding that the moments of our monumental moments in life, but it's still little things in between. It's the little connectors and things like that. You know, it's like maybe, maybe, out of my photography, a person doesn't walk away with like, oh, any kind of epiphany or whatever, but maybe they find another way to look at something or whatever. Yep. I I, li- I like a lot of times with my photography getting interaction with, I don't get a lot of interaction with a lot of vets. So a lot of times I get a lot of with their wives. Like, like I saw that and I, my husband suffers with PTSD and he goes through it and, and 
I just saw something in that picture. I don't know what it was, and I just and it made me cry. But, and that makes me, you know. But that's just as like we in on the the abstract veterans podcast the last season it was predominantly about caregivers and like we can't forget about the families and the caregivers in this equation as well it's like like you know we're we're working with potentially a school district about doing stuff with with the students but it's also we want to work with the teachers we also want to work with the you know the janitorial staff and whoever because it's like they're just as important in this equation yeah. as everybody. Like, and it's like, I always say like, I, I, the, the people I gravitate towards the most are the, are the people that treat everybody the same. Like, I don't need these elitist shitheads that think they're right, more right. important than the person like picking up the garbage. It's like that person's just as important as you like, you know? Right. And so do you like I, one of the, this would be like near the end and stuff, but I, who's like, like, do you look at other photographers like that are inspiring to you? Or do you have like people that are like, you know, like, I don't want to say heroes, but those, those people like you look up to, like, it sounds like your dad was like a really important figure in your life because of the military and the photography. But like, I mean, do you look at photographers um, that are like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the, I'm, I mean, contemporary photographers, there are a few guys like on YouTube and stuff that like they do some really great stuff like Nick Page and there are a few other real strong photographers. But uh, uh, if you heard of Galen Roll, um, yeah. he wrote this book, The, uh, the Art of Adventure Photography. Yeah. Um, that was an amazing book for me. I wrote that, you know, and he used to have that um, every month through an outdoor photography. They have a, um, an editorial every month and stuff like that. So I, I read a lot of his books and I actually that he kind of was the first one to me that kind of showed me that you can kind of put adventure and photography together because he was a big runner and he'd take his cameras with him and he'd run these really cool remote places that nobody else would ever go to because they couldn't drag back their cameras and stuff like that. So he'd come to these amazing shots. So I always like to have that theory of like through his reading and stuff like that, it kind of excites me to like to do that kind of stuff to get my camera to do somebody just take one camera, one lens in my backpack and just go, you know, get on my bike and see where I end up, you know? And so to to me, that that was a big part of my photography journey. A lot of his writings and he's got four or five books and then uh, Art Wolf, he does a lot of wildlife stuff and a lot of mountain stuff. So I was like the mountain photographers, like David Munich and stuff like that. More of the traditional photographers. Do you ever think uh, about doing a book yourself? Um, Maybe maybe later in life. I I think that now is about doing it and, and really like, the adventure part of it while I can physically because yep. I'm I realize I'm 56 I'll be here next month so I mean I start doing some of the things that I want to do some of the more strenuous things like if I want to do Mount Rainier I better do it now and not five years from now you right, know? Right, right. <laughs> so so I I'm kind of realistic in that perspective and I and you know it's 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 been probably these last five or six years that I've been able to really kind of bring things together a little bit have an idea where I'm even bring because before that it was pretty wide until I until this hundred percent thing where I didn't have to to work traditional works and have to you know I used to climb cell towers as a traditional job. So it's nice not to have to climb cell towers anymore <laughs> and, and not to have the pressure of living on the road constantly. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to sit for a few years now and having kind of a little plan to move forward. And, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I'm heading forward. See cool. what happens. 
Well, dude, I like no, I I'm super glad we met on here. Yeah, um, no, this is awesome, Ron. And and like you said, like I think you mentioned when we were chatting, like if you have other other guests that you recommend um in the in the veteran slash athlete athletic world, just connect us, like because I'd love to. Yeah, know, no, I, I I definitely cross paths with a bunch of them. There's a whole bunch of the sailing people that yeah. uh that the Olympic Olympians and yeah. all that that are really awesome. No, man. that'd be great. Yeah, I could definitely. I'll, I'll definitely keep, keep, keep in contact. We'll, cool. uh, yeah. And I'll, like, um, this will be out in a couple weeks. Um, and I'll send you, I have your email, right? I think, yeah, I do. Um, I'll send you like some video snippets and some still snippets to, um, for you to share. And like I said, do you like, I'll just write some Rocky kind of music for the, <laughs> or I'll put one of my old songs on there. Or yeah, yeah, if no. you have anything recorded, feel free to share it and I'll, and I'll put that, that music. So, up um, yeah, I probably don't have anything cool okay. right now, but but now that you say that, now I'm gonna have to get my the Garage Band because I just started playing with Garage Band just recently. I just kind of a newer thing, I kind of switched to Mac this last year or whatever. So, yep. yeah, definitely cool. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, let's stay in contact. And uh, absolutely, man. No, I'm like I like really appreciate it, and like I yeah, again, I appreciate like it I, well. I I I'm a big fan of your photographs. Like I said, it's becoming kind of an addiction in a good way and um it's yeah no i know yeah you have to come down we'll shoot some shoot i some know cool like i'm down stuff. i'm down some cool adventures it's been a while since yeah. i've been down we did some stuff with the florida panthers a couple of years ago a couple times and um so yeah. if i get back down there um yeah, one of our time, business sure. part, one of our business partners lives in fort lauderdale so that's on the other coast but it's still not horrible yes it's not too far yeah. all so, right cool awesome man well thank you have a great day and like i said i'll be in touch with um with this stuff soon Sounds great. All right, Ron, have a good one. Like you Appreciate too, you, man. Bye. Yep. Yep, brother. Bye. What a great discussion. I just really just love the way that he sees the world. And seriously, such a talented photographer. Really uh, love how humble and vulnerable he is. And, and, you know, so much appreciate him telling his story again make sure to follow mike on instagram at big air photo and film and stop by his youtube channel veteran photo and film make sure to check out the other podcasts on the abstract athlete athlete network and remember to stop by our website theabstractathlete.com and our social media platforms and check out our product lines news and upcoming events thank you for listening to the abstract athlete podcast we will see you next week and as always do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind stay well out there